Well, hello and welcome to Below Deck Adventure. It's an adventure. What an adventure. Thanks for joining us today on this adventure. <laughs> what an adventurous day. You know, it is more of an adventurous day than normal because this is episode 1900, people. What an adventure it has been to be with all of you lovely people. I'm Captain Ronnie. That's Captain Ben over there. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. What a wonderful day for adventure on the podcast. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Yep, there's another below deck. So, you know, that's great. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. You know, just a suggestion. You might want to get your creatives together and, I don't know, create things. Okay? You know, come up hmm. with some ideas. Okay? Yeah. What the fuck, what the fuck what kind of boat are you going to do next? How many boats do we need at the same time on this damn channel? It's a lot of boats. Also, why is Bravo so scared to say Below Deck Norway? I mean, come on, or, or Below Deck Scandinavia. I don't know what, like, it's okay. We can handle it. Like, you don't have to gussy it up by saying, adventure. I mean, unless they're going to just make it that, like, next season is off in, like, you know, some other part of the world where there's lots of adventure. But I have a hard time believing there's any place that's as full of adventure as Norway based on this show, which is really selling us on Norway, is the only place where you find this kind of adventure. I think because someone probably was like us, or me, and was like, another below deck? Really? Why? Like, But this one's different, because the people aren't bathing suits. Because it's an adventure! <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, totally different. <laughs> I feel like next year, it's like the new below deck will be Below deck with a boat. It's an adventure on a boat on a river. Adventure boat. I don't know. I I mean, like they're the running out of um, vessels. Yeah, jungle cruise. It'll just be at Disney at Disneyland. Yeah, going you know, around. look, I understand Moving. they are out of the housewives. You know, it's like how many housewives can you do? They're still pumping them out. I get it. You know, it's like you can only. It's like housewives. Okay, well, what else do we do? Okay, well, we'll do younger housewives and call it girlfriends. Okay, let's do that. And so I get below deck, mm-hmm. you know, but at least change transportation, you know, like some big rigs, you know, big yeah. rig. Well, they've tried, they, you know what, Ronnie, they have tried and they have failed miserably. Every time they try to do the below deck thing on land, whether it's Apres Ski or that weird camp getaway or some other things, it hasn't really taken off. Although I did personally enjoy that one very strange show was it called tour group <laughs> remember it was so bizarre it was like a lady who was like in a james bond movie leading a group of people with like a male model and they would just go from place to place and there were just like some dysfunctional people and one of them had some sort of feud with brandy glanville i really enjoyed that show but that one did not catch yeah, i on. guess it just has to be called below deck real housewives but you know, keep working on it, guys. Keep thinking about things. Just every day. Just think, on hey, it. what can I do that's not on a boat? Oh. Or a housewife yeah. show. You know, I, actually, I don't mind the housewife show. I don't care if it's 24 hours a day of real housewives. Like, I'm fine with that. But below deck, come on. There's some, something else. I just got, I just got actually a notification that they have um, announced the new below deck. It's called Below Deck Canoe. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait to see that one. <laughs> What's going to happen with three people on a canoe for 16 weeks? Well, uh, that said, you know, all my complaining aside, super fun show. Because you know what? You do still cast people that are very funny. So your ideas department sucks. Bravo, sucks. Okay? 
your casting department, however, <laughs> aces. Except, you know, I yeah. could do without the, hey, let's, let's find someone who's probably actively a criminal. Let's just see if we can get someone to murder somebody else on one of these shows. I mean, this guy, Kyle, this fucking cowboy, what absolute trash what a piece of shit and i don't want to hear you crying about your mom being in prison and everything else you piece of shit trash motherfucker get off get off of my television how dare you bravo also when is the next episode because (laughs) yeah he's a trash box he has a box of trash he's a box of trash that has a cowboy hat on and then eats jellyfish okay this is a person i'm sorry for people who are in his life i'm sorry for the people i'm sorry for all the women he's going to impregnate and i am sorry for all the people who will receive microaggressions from him he is garbage he is the worst part of, like he is the worst product of our civilization at this moment and of course bravo found him they found him you know and i feel like they went looking for him you know probably didn't even audition to be on yeah. the show they probably just found him somewhere found him in some food court and convinced him yeah the duck dynasty yeah, some, convention. some gum store because yeah. you know Never have have a shot at this idiot without (laughs) chomping on his gum. Also, actively, just uh, blatantly using drugs, like, just completely fucked up the entire time. I mean, his eyes are bloodshot. He's he's completely drugged out of his mind. Where's Captain Sandy? Where's Mary Time Law? Okay? Uh, Now, I'm not against getting fucked up, obviously. But you're at work, sir, and you're harassing people. You know? Not good. Yeah, I, um... Well, it's like this week is sexual harassment. Next week is just toxic masculinity week. So uh, I, don't, I feel like he's not going to be on the show very long because this new captain, Captain Carey, uh, he seems like he, he doesn't he doesn't fuck around. At least that's how he's presenting himself. At least the way he sort of listen, the way he sabered that bottle, which we will get to. But the way he sabered it without making such a big to do about it compared to like every other show uh, that's ever been on Bravo. I mean, the guy sort of does have BDE. We'll have to see if that really comes through. There it is. Below deck energy. Energy. (laughs) (laughs) No, he has BDA. Below deck adventure. Below deck energy. Now, there's an idea for a show. Just not about a boat at all, but people who just have that below deck energy, you know? Like, you can have, like, the guy who never sees his kid and always cries about it, but also never goes to see his kid. And you could just have all the below deck energies. You could just have, like, a Kate Chastain type. You know, just criticizing mm. something everybody... Maybe that's what they should do. It's like Below Deck Energy Department Store. You know? And then we're just in a department store. Well, it's not Below Deck, but you can still call it Below Deck because it has Below Deck Energy. You know, I'm glad you said Department Store because another thing I wanted to talk about is that Below Deck Adventure brings us also a new Chief Stew. Um, Faye! And Faye is, like, from South London. And what's great about her is that she's got one of those kind of, like, high-pitched British school marmy voices that you feel like she actually does work in a department store like on the management side you know have you checked the ma- have you checked the mannequins on the second floor would you be a doll and check those for me please thank you so yeah much. i could definitely see her holding one of those shirt folder devices you know they look like pizza <laughs> flippers or whatever i could see her yeah. with one of those but she's like i shouldn't have to do this but i will for the team that's what being a team leader is. You know, a team leader is still part of the team. So. And, and I can also see her wearing Victorian dresses. So, like, I'm also down with her being part of a modern department store or a department store that is, like, from 18, like, 78, where she's like, we have something called 
an elevator. You know, like where that's like that's the selling point of the store is that they have steel steel girders. There's actually like a sixth floor. Oh God, to it, you I feel know? like she'd be that person in the store who's like, "Well, we have an elevator, but I I wouldn't know because I don't use it because I prefer to get me exercise coming up and down the stairs." And you're like, "Oh God, there's fucking Faye again talking about her fucking walking up the stairs." Congrats, Faye. <laughs> you know, we're all applauding you, Faye. But you know. I have this device uh, on my wrist, and it tells me how many steps I've taken. Do you know if that works for stairs as well? Does anyone know how to sit that on the watch? Like, shut up, Faye. Fucking Faye. (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned before uh, that Faye, um, to you, looks like Beverly D'Angelo. To me, she looks like Melanie Griffith. And I think that she's actually just like a, a perfect mixture of the both of them, which I think is great. I think it's great. It's like a rising tide lifts all boats, no pun intended. I feel like having both a combination of Melanie Griffith and Beverly D'Angelo energy is going to be really good for her going forward. She really does. She really is a perfect combo of that. She's like Mrs. Griswold mixed with working girl. Yeah. Like I can see her pushing around a dumpling cart, but also leading a little road trip (gasps) or like marrying, you know, (laughs) some marrying a guest and just becoming really rich. Cause she could pull off rich, you know? God, mm-hmm. I love that. Let's just cast she her in the 80s movies. It's the rest of this recap. <laughs> she would be great. Oh, my God. She would be great in all of them. I can also honestly see her playing the role of the shop girls that just Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. You know? I can see her being like, mm, sorry, we don't have anything for you. We don't have anything but for the, you here, doll. Why don't you go down the street to But that's East the thing Hollywood. about her. She could play those ladies, but she could also play the Julia Roberts. You know? She could. <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. Jeez, that made me cough. I coughed on my own stupidity. Um, so here we are, below deck adventure. We did not cover this last week because, you know, generally we have a rule one below deck at a time to keep our own sanity, uh, even though Bravo does not care. They do not have that rule, obviously. We do. Uh, but then we watch a show and um wow, uh, how can you not? I mean, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. And uh, Working Girl. That's the same person. We're Beverly in. Griffith. We're here. <laughs> Beverly Griffith, <laughs> Melanie D'Angelo. Uh, well, also, let's not forget that last week we were also, you know, appreciating the end of Real Girlfriends in Paris. So we wanted to give that space. So now that that has moved on, we've head north to Norway. That shows and, and here we are. And deck energy, Paris. The end. <laughs> It's just all on a bathroom. Congratulations. Around. You just got <laughs> to see the three, four, and five. Okay. You're welcome. I, I would be into below deck bathroom. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty, it's a pretty simple show though. <laughs> so, uh, last week was the first episode of this and it was, you know, just a, it was a good one to skip, I think. Cause it was mostly just the, Oh my God, this boat is filthy. What are we supposed to do with this boat? It's, yeah. it's so filthy. <laughs> and you know, people unpacking and stuff like that. The new chef, Jess, who, uh, does yoga in the kitchen, you know, always listen. I love mm-hmm. a chef with their head on the, on the kitchen floor. I mean, that sounds sanitary. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seems pretty good she, for the yeah. most part. Uh, there was her, yeah. Um, all the this cast of characters is pretty good. Of course, you know that the cowboys get crash his car into the side of the building. You know, yeah, he's he's terrible. I like Jess because she looks like she just got out of a movie she hated, and now it just wants to go to sleep. You know, <laughs> she hated it. I don't want to even talk about it. Um, Jess, and then let's see. There's Cowboy, who, what a dumbass. He's like, I mean, I'm a cowboy. Dumbass. Look, it says right here on my arm, and he lifts his arm, and it says cowboy <laughs> yeah very on the nose 
<laughs> Although it's not on his nose. But um, yeah, it's like as soon as he did that, that's when I really lost respect for him. I just, I can't. I can't deal with big, obvious I hate tattoos. that. It's like I lift um, up my arm. Food addict. You know? Like, who needs that? I don't need to know. <laughs> you know? Your job is not to label yourself, okay? It's my job to label you. Don't that's take right. away my joy. You know? Yeah, labeler. exactly. And don't give yourself just a simple, simple cowboy. You know, You're on label. a yacht, so, sir. Not even near cows. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your land? Yeah, I want the cast of Yellowstone um, to uh, get stuck in a room with this guy. Okay, we'll see who's a cowboy. Mm. Cowboy. That, that's right. Um, there's also Nathan, who is uh, from the Caribbean. And he seems cool. He seems nice. Um, he's cute. Uh, and uh, he automatically, like, I, I automatically just like him because he has been on the, he gets on the receiving end of, of Kyle being obnoxious. So I'm already, you stay away from Nathan. But then, uh, so like really anyone, like I'm probably going to take up for anyone that Kyle's a dick to. So Nathan's the first one. And then um, there's also, there's another guy named Mike and there's a bosun named Lewis. And the thing that's hard for me is that Lewis looks like a Mike and Mike looks like a Lewis to me. I, you know, it was hard for me to remember Lewis's name um, for sure, because he just doesn't seem like a Lewis. He seems like, uh, what's the kid who played uh, Alex P. Keaton on this show? Michael. Kid, no, Michael no, J. Fox. Show, oh, Eddie. oh, Eddie. Yeah, he's kind of like a starter Eddie, you know, that you have yeah. to put together yourself. <laughs> Back in the day, <laughs> or an off-brand like like an Amazon ripoff Eddie. Like you go to Amazon to buy an Eddie, and it comes in, and it's like not the right. Yeah, he's very like I'm just here to please Dad. You know, he's got that uh, energy going on, and then like really thirsty hair, and not thirsty because it's not moisturized, um, because it is. I mean, it's got a lot of product in it, but it's, just like um, yeah. poor guy, I just feel bad for him when I see his hair because he just wants people to like him so bad. You know, which makes me not but he's like, like very common British. Yeah, but he's very much like, oh, my God, don't hate me. All right, bro. You know, he's one of those. He's like, it's just us. Am I right, bro? No, they beat you up if you weren't their boss. You know what I mean? Especially the cowboy. The cowboy wouldn't be talking to you. He'd be making fun of you and putting bricks through your windshield. Yeah, the one thing with Lewis is that he does have like those. Um, and I'm not just saying this because he's British. Actually, I probably am. But he kind of has like a James Corden squint, and that makes me not trust him very much. He's got a pre. He's got. I can see him turning into James Corden, not talent right. wise, he's but just like show. looks wise. I can see him ending up on the James Corden gene side of the gene pool. Yeah, on that spectrum. Yeah, he's going yeah. on that path. Yeah, and then Mike. Mike. Um, Mike is his whole thing is that he worked. He's worked on commercial vessels. So he's like been on barges and now he's working on a boat. So like that's his thing. He does. There's not really much about Mike so far. He just sort of like, he's sort of like odd looking. He's kind of like a, like a little creature, like a little woodland creature that came on board, you know, and put on pants. He is so, kind of like a woodland uh, you know. creature. Um, and his at, like I could see yeah. him kind of crouching in a tree, you know, like a tree branch looking down at me. I could see <laughs> like, that. There's probably a lot of acorns in his bed, right? Like, you know, if you go into his bed, you're like, wait, what are all these acorns? He's like, oh, I've been... Like, I come in peace, creature, you know? Um, so there's him. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of boring. I get creepy vibes from him, too. He's got some uh, creepy eye, eye vibes. Hold on. Report power loss by texting outage. Oh, Jesus. Don't you start with me, electric company, okay? 
fucking Texas. I've had enough of you today, Texas. Okay? This is an election day. I'm already pissed off. I don't need a text <laughs> from the power grid. Sorry. Back to, the, back to this. You know, power grid is, I feel like, a four-letter word in Texas these days. So um, uh, then we have our stews. We have uh, Oriana. Um, and Oriana, I, I'm, I still don't have the right words to describe her, but she's from like Newton, Massachusetts or something like that. And I think that her, her parents are in academia, or at least one of them is, um, which I like because you just know how disappointed they are in her. And like, you just can feel it and everything that everything she's doing, you can sort of see is both a rebellion and also a, um, like, like she's seeking out approval of <laughs> from them being like, see, I chose not to go to Wellesley and I'm on a boat and I'm being creative instead while I'm throwing up in my bed. And you know, her parents are like, if you'd stayed in Boston, you would have had mild food and you wouldn't be. It's a right very now. privileged girl's rebellion. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. It's like her rebellion. is like, look, I'm a maid, you know, I'm like, Oh geez. It's like, she's not out <laughs> yeah. doing like heroin and you know, dropping children all over the world and you know whatever she's just a maid and then her one of her first rebellions was um i'm gonna be a stilt walker it's like oh my god yeah. really wow that was that's, it you know your mom's at home crying in the bathroom <laughs> my husband's like honey that, it could be worse okay honey it could be much much worse her mom's like um so, have you reconsidered joining Model UN? No, I'm doing stilts, mother. <laughs> yes, but, you know, I heard that Wellesley really likes people who went to Model UN. Stilts! I'll never be okay. a model, mother, but I'll be taller than all of them. Um, so, <laughs> she does that. Also, we find out that the other stew, Casey, um, used to work under Oriana, in some other boats that they worked on. And Oriana was like the chief stew. And Casey was the second stew. And so now Oriana's all bitter that she's like been demoted, basically, and has to work with Casey. And Casey is yeah. another piece of work who, she's like, I was born in Seattle, but then I moved to somewhere, Costa Rica, and now I have an accent on every fifth ward. <laughs> yeah, she's one of those. That's like a very specific Bravo type, but like, she definitely has that random accent that comes out of nowhere. And you're like, but I'm from Seattle. And you're like, wait, what? And apparently she doesn't, she never really listened. She was like a, not a good stew for Oriana. So there's like a disaster. Yeah, they hate there. each other. Um, so then let's see. Um, I'm a single Pringle. Oh, that's uh, Alex P. Keaton, the second um, Lewis. He's still, I still can't remember his name. Okay, so that's basically the first episode. We met everybody. Let's get into this current yeah. episode. Episode number two, I hope, is Nadincha! So, because they're taking a yacht into a fjord, it's like, um, it's the, the fjords go like really deep really quickly. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> and this podcast, too, let's be honest. We go deep. We fjord go deep quick. So, there's like <laughs> you came for the crappens. You stayed for the revelations. <laughs> you stayed for the mental. But um, <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> welcome to our fjord. You're about to get fjorded. But um, so like, long story short, anchoring is tricky. Okay, it's a tricky, tricky thing to anchor in a fjord. And so Captain Carey tells Nathan, FYI, uh, on night shift, this is what you have to look out for. I'm going to tell you all this. And then you tell 
Kyle and he may act like he knows what like knows this already, but you have to really push through and tell him everything. So last week, Nathan was trying to tell Kyle and Kyle's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. You don't have to tell me this. I, I just kept to the part that I don't know. yet. It's just being yes. a real dick. Um, and he's like, well, I'm supposed to tell you. I'm supposed to tell you how to do it. He's like, oh, Ted, yeah, shut up. Shut up. How about you stop talking, okay? How about less talking, more walking? Get up. You know, he's a real prick. And uh, so that's where yeah. we open this week. So he's like, so w- what are you saying? We just do the lines every two hours? And he's like, no, we do the lines every hour, all right? And I'll show you what he wants me to show you. And he's like, get it out as fast as possible, man. Get to it, bro. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not going to say a bunch of shit. Don't rush me. I got to take my time. He goes, yeah, but other people don't learn that way. I hate when people do that. Oh, that's not the way I'll learn. Okay. Well, based on any any of your behavior and your tattoo, I'm not sure you've learned shit. So don't tell me about gum how you chomp, learn. Gum chomp. Gum Sir. chomp. <laughs> so uh, Nathan's like, just watch me. And he's like, mate, this is my thousandth time doing this. This ain't my first rodeo. I'm a cowboy. Read my uh, arm. You're not a cowboy just because you're from Texas. You're just a hick. Okay? So cut the shit, sir. Right. Um, So Nathan's like, I know that I know that Kyle has has more experience than me. I'm really not gonna. I can't. Like honestly, my brain is not able to do like a Caribbean accent today. So I'm just going British. It's like I know that that Kyle has more experience than me, but dude. You don't need to be a dick about it. It's like, uh, this is Kyle. He has to be dick about everything. I'm just telling you this right now. After one episode, I know he has to be a dick about every so single like, thing. So in his you life. know how to read that? Yes or no? Do you know how to read that? What I'm pointing at you right what I'm pointing at right now. And he's like, I heard you. And he's like, okay, well just watch <laughs> it and goes, or what? Or what? So, you know, you're never gonna win that one, right? <laughs> so finally he just leaves him there. I was really hoping the boat was just gonna explode because this wasn't fair to like have this much of a buildup and then have it turn out. Okay. was not okay for me. Right. So, uh, and then meanwhile, down in the galley, Jess just is like on fire. <laughs> There's a full fire. And she's just like, stupid, stupid fire. Being a chef, you have to have practices that bring you back to center and calm you down. Finding calm in the chaos. People are coming on the yacht for a five star experience and a galley fire or or not, I have to deliver. It's like, Jess, um, I know you're doing a tree pose right now, but your leg is fully in place. Yeah, your so new maybe, balance is like, on fire, babe. You know? It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Like, also another issue with this boat is that the stew pantry is not connected to the galley. So anytime the chef needs the stews, she can't just be like, okay, it's ready. She has to call down to them. And so far, Faye is, like, not very good with her headpiece or her... her I mean, her her walkie-talkie, because her earpiece keeps popping out. And let's be honest, you just can tell that Faye doesn't know how to use a walkie-talkie. <laughs> you, know, you know, she's probably asked so many people, I'm sorry, this part, this is the walkie-talkie? No, that's a cucumber. Oh, oh, you know, my mistake. My mistake. Does that explain why I don't hear well, anything She's so a much. typical person who doesn't use her earbud because, like, she looks cuter without it. And then gets mad that everybody gets mad at her. Like, oh, really? <laughs> but yeah. Sorry that I didn't use my radio then <laughs> yeah use your radio you dumb dumb you're on a boat so the drunk asshole of the group is like well where's dinner this is definitely the latest time i've ever eaten dinner <laughs> and uh one of the other ladies it's like yeah it's very european it's very european mm-hmm. so then uh the food is finally delivered and it's a steak and like one broccoli 
which I thought was funny. It's like, here's your, here's your steak and your broccoli. Your one crispy broccoli. I know. Enjoy that. I know, and they just love it. And that, that one guy keeps on saying, best chef I've ever had. Best chef I ever had. So, um, and then they're all like playing around and stuff. And then they ask what time they want to have breakfast. And the guy's like, uh, 7 a.m. <laughs> they're all just as like, what the hell? It's 1 a.m. Who eats breakfast after that good bed at 1 a.m.? They should have at least 48 more hours before they're hungry again. So, um, everyone goes to bed. So then the next morning, um, the chef is in the kitchen doing leg lifts, you know, on her hands and knees doing mm. leg lifts. And she's like, well, they say that the way that you start your day is the way that your day goes. So I try to meditate at the start of every day. There's a lot of energy, output, 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 and I have to be on the whole time. Look at me, on. You know, some people have resting bitch face. I have resting jazz hands face. Look at my face. Just <laughs> look at it. Look at this energy just glowing off of my face. What about... What about my eyelids being halfway down my eyes doesn't say, I'm so excited <laughs> right now. So she tells us that, you know, she meditates. First thing she does in the morning, she meditates, she has lemon water, and then she has coffee. All right? Because the way you start your day is the way it goes. I hope that that's not true, <laughs> because it explains a lot about my days. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah i have very inauspicious starts to my days that that's so that does actually it's explain a lot like you know um i'm having a cold pizza you know a cold pizza and porn <laughs> hub kind of a day what can i tell you <laughs> hey you know what though i did make crispy edge pancakes today after all that below deck med discussion and i don't remember the last time i ever made pancakes on a weekday especially right before a podcast so maybe this means good things are going to happen today who knows for me at least so, uh, Kyle, meanwhile, now Kyle, uh, Michael's coming in to relieve Kyle in the wheelhouse. So Kyle has to give him the information and he's just like, okay, I'm going to do it the easy way. Cause like, you know, I'm going to do it in five minutes instead of like the 30 minutes that he was taking when he taught me stupid face. Okay. That's the radar. That's a wheel. That's a window. Those are fjords. That's water. Don't crash. Big okay. Bye. Cowboy out. <laughs> so then Lewis is with captain Kerry. And uh, Carrie is like, I want to give you plan, mate. Anchor, 945. Head to Anchor for adventure. Then go to shore. <laughs> Guess why? Uh, to play on the beach. Adventure. Should have known that one. <laughs> they say adventure every other word okay. on the show. Every I two mean, words. Wow. All right. It's uh, it's. Uh, Six, it's six, six hundred o'clock. I don't know how to do maritime law. It's six hundred o'clock in two hours. Uh, we'll convene at the quarter past adventure. Okay, moving on. So, um, so now Faye is with Jess and she's like, So yesterday was an absolute shit show. I, I didn't mean that uh, that you was a shit show. You was wonderful. You was not a shit show at all, but everything else was a shit show, particularly everything around you, all the food and the food coming out, but you were fine. You were not a shit show at all. I don't want the same mistake again. I need Jess to trust me, feel comfortable, and hopefully we can move forward from there. And Jess is just standing behind her looking at her like, God damn you piece of crap did you start your morning by watching the dog take a crap on the sidewalk because that's about where the level of your work has been 
<laughs> you piece of South London trash. Did you have even have your coffee? Yet? And these two are bread. determined to be friends, but they kind of already hate each other. And it's so funny because you know yeah. they had that discussion right when they came on boat, like you know, I just want us, you know, we're two women in the industry and we just need to get along. And this is, you know, they have, you know that they did because they're looking at each other like, I'm really trying to stick to this whole women empowerment thing. But I also want you dead very, very soon. Yeah. Yes. Jess and Faye kind of hates her too because Jess calls her out in that in a very calm way. You know, she's like, well, if we have radios, we need to listen to the radios because otherwise I've got food down there and there's no one who can hear me because I'm in a basement. So it would be nice <laughs> if someone listened to that. I'm sorry, I'm talking to you from down here because really I need to have my ankles in the air while I say this. Well, I'm terribly sorry that I missed your call for food. It's just that, unfortunately, with your bassy voice, I thought you were one of the deckhands spotting up whale shark in the middle of the fjord or something. I just tuned it out. Apologies. So she's, the chef is like, well, I think that you haven't had your coffee yet or something. She's like, oh, I've had three coffees. What are you talking about? And the chef just laughs like this. <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> she's like dismayed every time so she lets funny. out a laugh. Like, I can't it believe so I did funny. that. Like, I don't know if she was judging her like, oh, this is your energy. This is you with energy. God help us. Or if she was like, what a sick fucking person. Three coffees by six in the morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was just like judgment on every syllable that she uttered. Yeah. So meanwhile, Oriana, um, her stomach is still bad because she had bad chicken I can't with Oriana. Okay, so I'm already puking. calling it. Hate her. Hate her. First charter. She's like, well, <laughs> I work really, really hard, which is why I'm the best. And that's why I was chief stew. <laughs> Too bad. Casey sucks. Oh, ow, I had chicken salad. I can't work. So she spends the whole first charter not working. Everyone else ate that chicken salad. They were fine. I'm not buying this chicken salad. I think you're a little, I think your stomach is reacting to you not being in charge stilts. Yeah, I, I, you can already tell that her dad is getting just like totally made fun of at the faculty lounge at Tufts University or wherever he teaches, you know? So, um, so she's like, on my old boats, when someone was sick, they were generally faking it to get out of work. But I'm scared that Faye thought I was faking it in some way, but I wasn't. I wasn't faking it at all. And she says, so, um, she's yeah, like, I'm going to just like, um, work. She thinks I'm faking it, so I need to show her that's not the case. I was like, what, now you're going to be extra sick to show her that it wasn't just a <laughs> fluke? It's like, I wasn't just sick that one day. I'm sick every day. She only takes a little shot of Drano. <laughs> Gets back on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's going to munch house yeah. on herself just so nobody thinks she's faking it. Yeah. So now um, there's uh, breakfast orders and everyone wants eggs. And then Jess is like, everyone, especially Americans, like their eggs completely differently. Poached, fried, scrambled, omelet, stupid, dumb, dumb eggs. That's a popular one with Americans. And you don't want to scoop the eggs first thing in the morning because it puts a bad taste in their mouth. Sort of like when your chief stew doesn't deliver hot sticks to guests when they are ready for them. Anywho, I remember I had an owner and she liked her eggs over easy and just had to have them perfect. And there could be no brown. Give me nightmares for years because you feel very tested by nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> very, very tested. She's like squeezing like <laughs> all her silverware in her hands, crushing it. 
You don't want to start anyone with a runny yolk day. Have you ever been someone who's having a runny yolk day? Not on my watch. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) everyone's like, wow, these eggs are good. Like this poor lady. I love that she's the kind of, because she does have that look of stress, like on those British detective shows, you know, how the the lady detectives are just always like so harried. You know, it's like, and then you find out Mm -hmm. their backstories and they're so depressing. And that's like the point of the show, you know, like Happy Valley for anyone who watches those. So she's got that kind of demeanor about her. Um, But then to find out her trauma is just having someone insisting on proper eggs kills me. (laughs) I'm telling you, there's there's a streak of James Corden about this show. There's a streak of it. (laughs) Only the yanks, you goddamn moron! (laughs) I love James so, Corden. Um, uh, so I was like, well, you know, I thought I was a fine person, but then I realized, I realized something. I'm not. And I'd like to thank you all for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks, James. So um, so everyone's happy at breakfast, and uh, they're 10 minutes from anchoring, anchoring for adventure. And um, uh, Faye's telling everyone, she's like, hello, everyone. Um, so today you'll be going caving. Is that okay with everyone? You'll be climbing into a little cave and seeing some sexual harassment on display. Please, please raise your hand if you have any objections now. No? Okay, wonderful. And of course, there's one lady who's like, oh my god, I'm so scared. How am I going to cave? What am I going to do? I can't cave. Um, you're on below deck. Adventure! So suck it up, lady. I don't want to <laughs> hear it from you. So... Kyle's yeah, down exactly. on the swim platform, the cowboy, and the guests are starting to go out on the kayaks or whatever. And he's just like, okay, get on out there. All right, go have fun, Tiger. Woohoo! Yeehaw! And so they're going out, and then uh poor Nathan is like, wait a minute, do they have do they have vests on? They need to have vests on. Why don't they have hey come back here to get your vests on? He's like, stop yelling that stupid. Yeah, I mean, the what we see the water temperature is fifty five degrees, which is actually very cold. <laughs> like, if you're gonna fall in that, that's gonna be that's gonna be rough. So they definitely need to have their vests. So he's like, "There's one guy on a paddleboard," and Nathan's like, "Hey, can you paddle back?" He's like, "Can you paddle back, and we'll give you a, a vest." And then Kyle's like, "Hey, hey, hey, you can just take it to him." You know, Nathan has to just shut up and listen instead of always having something to say. At which point, I'm like. All right, I am definitely picking up on some microaggressions. I don't know if that's just my liberal old self. I don't even think they're microaggressions. They're straight up aggression. (laughs) There's nothing micro about this guy. He doesn't hide it at all. He's like, oh, yeah, y'all know who's really in charge here, right? A boom, problem solved. Yeah, but I definitely felt like I think I am getting the sense that Kyle is not comfortable uh, with someone who is not only uh, lower than than him, or as he proceeds on the chain, but also someone who is a person of color, barking orders. Like this is, I'm definitely getting that vibe, and I'm not happy. About yeah, it. this guy's a real piece of shit. And so uh, he's like, so uh, so Lewis is like, so it's going great today, isn't it, bro? And he's like, well, we're doing this and kayaks and shit. And he's like, well, in this water, it would probably be advisable, unless you don't think so. In which case, I'll be on your side. Just tell me which side to be on. He's like, well, it's like ripping and shit. And you know what? That dude over there, he needs to pop down. And he's like, who? And he's like, Nathan. He's like freaking out, yelling, this, this, this. You know what? I'm down here. I'm a trained lifeguard, okay? Hey, look, there's a jellyfish. 
<laughs> if you're such a trained lifeguard, why are you staring at jellyfish instead of the people out there in the freezing cold water? And so then Lewis makes a joke. He goes, he goes, oh, catch it. <laughs> or maybe he says catch it. But either way, the boat, like Lewis is like, well, I'm not going to, I don't think you should catch it because the water will be draining out your hands and you'll just be trying not to get stung because it's a jellyfish and you don't need to catch it right now. He goes, no, those kind don't sting. <laughs> so he goes and he scoops up the jellyfish. And then Lewis laughs and goes, eat it. And then he goes, okay. He swallows he, the jellyfish. He eats the jellyfish. What the hell? <laughs> what? <gasps> Why? Like, <laughs> it was horrifying. And like, I was joking. Who would eat a jellyfish? Uh, wow, <laughs> that guy. Uh, so then Oriana is freezing the sheets or whatever. She's like spraying the sheets, and Casey just walks fast and she goes, Hey, need any help? And she goes, Um, Casey, I'm good down here though. Okay, I'm good though. So, yeah, and Casey like gives like she Casey does the classic blow deck thing where she leaves the room and then flares her eyes to the camera, like this bitch. Am I right? <laughs> Catch me all season. So then, um, so now Lewis pulls over Nathan and he's like, Hey, hello there. Good to see you. Um, I heard that you were shouting at the guests about life rafts. Uh, you were out of control and a maniac and being totally unprofessional, anything like that. And Nathan's like, no, I didn't shout at them directly. I just, I told them it's best they turn around. And Lewis is like, well, Kyle felt it was a bit like a little bit like you were overriding him because he was trying to run things and you were trying to say stuff to him and like, no biggie. I'm like, why are you, if it's no biggie, why are you even saying this to Nathan? Yeah, crying out no loud. Biggie, then why are you talking shit like a little gossip? Like, well, he's really mad at you. So, I mean, just saying, okay, go about your day. Just know that that guy hates you now. So, and he tells us, well, my way of leadership might, may not be the best. I mean, let's be honest. I try to avoid conflict <laughs> or natural hair of any kind. A previous crew member had an intervention with me and told me, please stop being the devil's advocate. I'm just such a good person. No, you're a jellyfish, okay? And how are you even in a position of power over anybody? I, people like this make me crazy. Like, I'm just too nice. No, you're a wuss, okay? And your aggression is being weak, you know? You can just always say, well, it's just me just trying to be nice. No, letting some hick run like that all over your boat, acting like trash and treating people like trash, that's your fault, dude. Like, I hate that, like, little smiley, like, not my fault, I'm just a nice person. No, you're not. You're enabling assholes. You're worse. Uh, I, I mean, I think I like Lewis more than you do, but um, I did agree that I did not think it was necessary to, like, indulge Kyle's toxic masculinity, small penis, you know, cowboy bullshit. By then going to Nathan and being like, hey, don't like, like Kyle was trying to do something. Like, don't try to like override him. Like there was, that was like unnecessary. You like you at what, what Nathan should have done. I mean, Lewis was oh God, they all have such British names. Nathan Lewis. Um, they, he should have just been like, okay, Kyle, like settle down. He was just trying to help, but whatever. So, um, no, he guests should be finally like, come back you on board. shouldn't be sending people out on a kayak in 50 degree water yeah. without their well, life jackets. Given, that's yes. what a leader does. They're not just like, well, whatever you want. Well, if you want to. No, that's not how it works. You have to wear your fucking life vest or you can't get on a toy. Okay? I know that. And I'm just yeah. a viewer of a show. I'm not Everyone trained. Is. Do your goddamn job. No, oh, yes. Man. Yeah, no, I agree. Lewis should have come down hard on that, too. So the guests come back on board, and this is what they say. Well... Let's get our adventure clothes on. 
<laughs> adventure clothes. Adventure. So then uh, the stews, Faye, Oriana, and Casey are talking. And Faye's like, girls, girls. <laughs> I love this. Yesterday <laughs> was a sheet show. Casey stepped it up because you, Oriana, were poorly. Okay? And I know that you're <laughs> going to love this excursion, Casey, because you did everything because a chicken salad over there couldn't work. You are going to get to go caving. How does that sound? With an actual caveman, actually. So that sounds for you. I love that she told, she like gave that look to Oriana with like a cringe face, like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that turn of phrase because, you know, obviously she meant like you were, you know, like you were ill, but you were poorly. Like, it literally means like you existed poorly yesterday. You as a human <laughs> were doing a poor job of. Of yes. having a presence. <laughs> so, um, Casey's like, oh my god, yes, anything that has to do with, like, hikes or stuff. And so Faye's like, uh, hikes or uh, exhilaration or beauty. Last chance. Adventure. Close. You're very, very <laughs> close. Adventure! Adventure! Yes, adventure! <laughs> you may go! <laughs> So now Lewis is um, talking to Nathan and Kyle about this adventure. And he goes, does anyone have a problem with claustrophobia? And Nathan's like, not, not me, not me. Like, I'm ready. I'm like caveman. And he, like beats his chest, like as a joke, like caveman. And then Kyle tells us, Nathan seeks a lot of attention. It's so cringy. It's not even funny. You just ate a jellyfish. <laughs> you just ate a jellyfish. Okay, <laughs> sir. <laughs> And then his example of this is the guests are all high-fiving, and Nathan's like, oh, I thought you were trying to high-five me. Ha, 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 ha. He's like, cringy. That is embarrassing. That is, that is just embarrassing. So now the guests leave to go on this adventure, and the music is like Game of Thrones, like, dun 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 it's like Game of Thrones meets Master and Commander meets Pirates of the Caribbean meets like Armageddon. It's just like the most like it's like they're on like a they're on like a tender going to like a, a tiny like <laughs> a, a pier next to a cute little house. And Casey goes, I've never done anything like way before, and I'm like super stoked because like. Nowhere else in the world has the beauty and adventure like this. Again, uh, are you using your radio now? Yes, I'm using the radio now. I just want you to do it one more time. Adventure. Uh, come on, Casey. I'll let you go on the adventure. Yes, adventure. <laughs> Carry on. So nothing says adventure like Runa. Hello, and welcome to Fioya. Uh, my name is Runa, and I will take you to a little cave. A little tiny baby cave. Baby wussy cave. It's like, Runa, why are you making fun of your own cave? Sorry, I get uh, get excited sometimes. So they all get dressed in their cave equipment or whatever, their repellers or whatever. Um, adventure clothing, And I uh, Nathan's like, yeah, normally it's jet skis or wakeboarding or something like that, but nothing like this. This is the first time I've ever been with guests that have on all their clothes. And thank God, because if you're going to cast any show that needs to wear clothes, it's this crew, right? <laughs> so now they are now they're hiking, or as I like to call it, feet adventure. 
and then um, they're going up. Uh, then they're now they're going down into a cave, and um, it, there's like there's like carabiners and there's like a rope, but there's also candles in the cave. It's like romantic, and they're all going down there while everyone else back at on the boat is cleaning. And then uh, Jess, she's like, "I've made a home. I'm gonna make homemade hot chocolate for when the guests come back." Stupid. Yes, stupid I was thinking chocolate. fresh cookies out of the oven. You know how they fresh cookies, hot chocolate. Do you think they'd like that? Faithy. Yes. And she goes, well, what's the vibe for the birthday tonight? What's the vibe? And Faye goes, mm, cake. Jess <laughs> <laughs> is going to kill her. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So the, we go back to I caving. Know. And, uh, you know, it's getting darker and darker. And the cowboy's like, I think I just pulled my kidney. Uh, you just ate a jellyfish, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. And then there, um, and then one lady goes, oh, isn't it nice to not be a mom? Because Nathan's doing it for us. And Nathan has like a little backpack. He's like, anyone, I got water, I got, I got gum, I got mentos, whatever you need, I got it. He's like, has all the snacks for them. So they just like love it. And then, uh, and then he gives like a little, oh, now we get a little bit of uh, below deck backstory. So he's like, Mom's a powerful man. Like, think if anyone can be perfect at it, and then, and then I think of, and I think of, think of anyone who can be perfect at things, and I think of like my mom because she's like she's the best. Girl, actually, I, like that's the least yeah. dark story we've ever heard on the show. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I was waiting for the part about your child in Fort Lauderdale or um, having to drive your sister when you were three years old. Like, where's that? I think where's, he's the first on? person who's ever been on the show where they're like, give us your gritty backstory. And he's like, I'm happy and I love my mom. I'm like, all right, well, you're already cast. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> let's just go with it. <laughs> so the cowboy, then we get the cowboys. Now this is a real one. He's like, growing up, my mom was always in and out of prison. We were always poor and we didn't get it on a chance, a chance to go on vacation anywhere. And every day I look at myself where I am and I, I pretty much got here on my own, so I'm pretty proud of that one. Oh, never mind. I'm fine. I'm fine. God, God this Norwegian air is making my, making my stomachs all tingling and burning on the inside. It's almost like I'm getting stung by something. So uh, there's more caving. And so Casey and Nathan are, like, sitting by a candle. And these guests are, like, real instigators. They're like, oh, you guys should look like you'd be a couple. Because this happens on Below Deck. This happens actually all the time where guests are always trying to make stews. Like there's always like a stew and a deck hand. They're always trying to like get them together as a couple. So now they're really trying to instigate it. Like, oh, you guys should be a couple. Oh, is this your first date? Oh, are you guys on your first date? Hey, come on, like go for a kiss. Go for and a kiss. Like, well, a lot of candle for us. Here we are having our first adventure together. And the lady's like, oh my God, are you guys hooking up? And the husband's like, yeah, they're having a moment. Kiss, you guys should make out, make out. And Casey tells us, yeah, I'm all for good banter. Like, you know, when I said, come on. And then he said, adventure. You know, that was fun. But um, if it starts crossing the line, like, please don't keep going. So the guys are chanting, kiss her, kiss her. And so he tries to, and she kind of moves her face. So he gives her like a big kiss on the cheek and hugs her close. The romantic little fire going. Mm -hmm. Yikes. And yeah. It's just, it's not great. And then, and then she's basically like, yeah, there's going to be situations where guests will have these moments and then says that basically 
you know, you have to deal with those situations in a professional manner. And Kyle did not deal with it well. So then, so then, oh wait, this is, I love this because now they're heading back to the boat. And now the music is up. Now the music is extra again. It's like, and they even have like this chorus, like a, and it is like, so like monumental and huge and big. And then it just got to Jess just making a chocolate cake and putting raspberries on top. It's like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta like get the right music for a chocolate cake. I think you guys maybe overshot that one a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Yeah, they really did. She's like, and raspberry and blueberry. So then um, Faye <laughs> is asking for help with the balloon, and um, Oriana's like, oh my god, they're having their 40th birthday on a boat? I mean, I hope I'm on a yacht for my 40th. <laughs> I want to make it. So the, I have 13 years, so like I need to make it. So I want to be rich. I want to be with someone rich. Or make it OnlyFans account. <laughs> That's been done. Okay, go back to stilts. <laughs> Her mom was like, well, honey, maybe if you'd taken that scholarship to Wellesley, you would have been well on your way, but not now, unfortunately. Yeah, See it's a saturated market. All right, stilts. So hand, uh, the guests get back, and they're handing them all towels, and Only they're uh, setting the table and all that, and um, they get their hot chocolate and cookies. And, of course, because they're these guests, they're like, oh, my gosh, they're boozing that hot chocolate. That's the only way we're having that. We're party animals. Yeah, and one of them I was, like, a little upset with because she came back and was like, what an excursion. I'm like, uh, ma'am, this is not called a below deck excursion. I think you're going to have to try that I think one that again. Was the... What? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Excuse me. I was about to say sorry, something very important, Ronnie. What an adventure! Okay, yeah, that's a blonde lady, I think, who was like terrified. She's like, caving? How am I going to go caving on this excursion? You don't belong here, okay? You can't, you can't cave and you can't mm-hmm. say adventure. Go home. That's my advice to you. So then in the mess, Casey is talking to the weirdo Mike. (laughs) And she's like, so you just, uh, you've been on a yacht before, right? And he's like, well, I've been on a boat, but not a yacht. But I do like this because they gave me super short shorts. Look at these. Yeah, look at my legs. And she's (laughs) like, oh, my God, I thought you were from the UK or something because you're like Harry Potter-ish. And he's like, I am not from the UK, but I should be a Harry Potter. Can I talk to anybody on this fucking boat? (laughs) Yeah. And he goes, tea on crumpets, tea on crumpets. Look at me and my short shots. Do I look like a Brit? And Lewis goes, yeah, lucky you. (laughs) And Mike goes, look at me. I don't know what he's saying. Look at me. Look, did he say look at me? (laughs) He like can't understand a British accent. (laughs) I don't know. I stopped taking notes. Um, So then uh, Faye is on her radio, which I'm proud of her for having. And she's like, tonight is a birthday party. We've got to be on form tonight. It's a birthday party. Okay. So then the chef is saying, well, they said they wanted steak well tonight. So I'm taking that and what Norway has to offer. And I'm going to make magic. It's called surf and turf. <laughs> and broccoli. Don't forget the broccoli. There will be one piece of broccoli on every plate, damn it. So um, they are, uh, the guests are like sitting at the table and they're like joking about what's the 50th birthday going to be like? And then one lady goes, how do you have a party in outer space? And the other guy goes, 
You just plan it. You're like, ah. So uh, Faye is calling for Casey to come help because it's time for service, right? They've got to do service for the basement up. So she's calling for Casey, and Casey's radio is blaring really loud. And she's like, sorry, guys. I'm like, why are you sorry? She's like, because my radio is so loud. Hey, let me give you some waters. Would anybody like some waters? <laughs> so the chef is starting to go crazy, right? She's like, timing, timing, timing. Food is hot. Let's roll, people. All right? When I call you, it doesn't mean 10 minutes from now. It means right now. All right? Bunch of runny yolk days. <laughs> Damn, every one of them. And then <laughs> and she's going to be serving up octopus. So she's like, Getting octopus right is a fucking mission. You want it to be crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. You don't want to taste like a guitar. It is a delicate process that requires concentration and focus and love. And tastes like chicken. Goddamn Americans. <laughs> so they love it, of course. And then Faye brings them champagne. And uh, they ask the captain to savor the champagne because the captain comes. And I like that the captain won't eat with the guests. He just shows up for like a drink at the end. Mm-hmm. I like this captain so far. Yeah. So he shows up and they're like, will you savor this? And he's like, oh, I've crossed the Atlantic. Oh, that one Somali pirates. Oh, I've fenced with an entire submarine crew underwater. Oh, I think <laughs> I can savor a bottle of fucking champagne. Boom. <laughs> He, he literally says he's been struck by lightning. I don't know if he meant his boat or himself, but he really has one-upped Captain Sandy already. <laughs> Captain Sandy's like, well, I mean, I did out, I outrun some pirates. Yeah, well, did you outrun pirates and also get struck by lightning? No. No, I did not. A boom! Sorry. You just got carried. So then um, <laughs> the drunk is like, uh, hey, man, say some words, Captain. He goes, oh, release the cracking." <laughs> I'll see you for dessert, losers. Hey, let me let me leave you with this as a let me leave you with this suggestion. Have something to drink. Goddamn morons! These people have children. Walking away. So um, Mike and Lewis bring in the toys while the cowboy sleeps, and Nathan's on break. And the chef's like, "Okay, interior, interior, ready for service." And Casey's like, "Um, you guys, we're missing some forks." Girls, girls, can I play? Does anybody and hear me on the radio? Where do we have forks? I'm talking on the radio. Am I talking to myself? God, I feel like you're a bunch of misshapen eggs right now, just torturing me. Is anyone there? <laughs> eggs with a touch of char on them. So basically, while while um, there's like Casey and um, what's her face. Uh, are and Faye are like figuring out this like fork situation. Jess is calling for help, and no one and like they're not hearing Jess calling for help. So uh, finally, like um, Faye comes in. She's like, "Hi, hi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've arrived. I'm here." And Jess is like, "Well, you haven't radioed me about service. Have you cleared nothing? Anything? Yeah. Oh, I cleared. Sorry, I, I did clear. Just okay. Well, I'm one person down here, and I have no eyes." You're cooking blind. Well, why didn't you say so? You know, we have so many amenities for you. Here, hold my hand and I will lead you to the bathroom. It is a metaphor, you idiot. Oh, oh I'm I I'm literally stuck in a basement while you're up there dancing around with forks. Can you please let me know what's going on? And she's like, more communications. Got it. Communication. Okay. I guess I would be giving you communications. And she's like, all right, food, heat. I've got steaks run cold. Food is ready. We can go. Go. 
go now. And Faye's like, but they're busy right now. They can't really take the sick right now. Very, very busy. She's like, well, tell them to be down in two minutes. I will not have this. And she's like, well, you know, I've had all kinds of chefs. Grumpy chefs, happy chefs, horny chefs, serial killer chefs, <laughs> serial loving chefs. All kinds of chefs. I mean, she's a good chef, but I'm not here to argue with you, girl. Do your job and get on with it. You do your job. Get the fucking forks on the job. table. You're the one missing forks, loser. By the way, I love her. I don't know why I'm yelling at Faye so much. Faye's <laughs> like my favorite thing about just this show. Up, I don't know why I'm yelling at her, but... Same. I love Faye. So then they serve all these steaks and everything, and everything's okay. And Faye goes, okay, all good in the hood. Which is, I think, the second time she said that. That might be like her thing that she does. All good in the hood. I think she's just skews so, a little older, and so she hears things like that and thinks that she's being current. You know, I feel like she's a yeah. bomb.com type person. You know, well, is this a chocolate cake with raspberries and blueberries? This is the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm done, so I'm out <laughs> Catch me in my bunk. Uh, so they all like it, or whatever, and the chef is just tapping her tongs angrily in the kitchen. And Louis and Oriana are talking now, because he's, like, trying to flirt with her, but he's terrible at it. And <laughs> she's in laundry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look at you, in blacks. I haven't seen you girls in black yet. She goes, oh, you weren't awake last time we were in blacks? And he's like, no, I guess not. But they look good. She's like, oh, God. Lewis reminds me of a sweet, innocent English puppy. I mean, at least he's not a douchebag like most yachties. <laughs> but he could use some stilting. I'm not Girl, lie. you're on day two. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not opposed to dating a short guy. Because when you're on stilt, they're all short. Am I, am I right, everyone? You get over that real quickly. He okay. just stands there for a minute. So, uh, there's- well, I'm off to bed then. She's like, Okay. Bye. Bye. Good night, Romeo. <laughs> no, she's like, well, I know you're American, but you definitely just had a very British exit. That whole standing and staring and then saying off to bed. Toast Brits. So they, um, they're they toast upstairs. Everyone's toasting to love your bodies because they're sore. And then um, Faye, uh, Faye, it's time to deliver the birthday cake. So they bring the cake to the table. And um, Carrie tells us this anecdote. He goes, my 40th birthday was also on a yacht, but I was working. And Faye goes, Faye goes Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I know. Sorry. The stories are a little odd. You know, it's episode two. But Faye's like, um, Jess, Jess, Faye, uh, Jess, uh, they're ready for the cake now. And Jess is like, All right, bringing up the cake. So she does. And then Faye goes, Well, I've delivered hopefully perfect communication. I hope you're happy, Jess. I was like, yeah, that's like, what are you, <laughs> yeah, what are you so put on by? That's exactly what you're supposed to do, you weirdo. And honestly, okay, so I really like Jess too, but for as much as she's like, this is supposed to be five-star service, which is why I have perfectly cooked eggs and octopus that's delicately, sh- de- delicately cooked as well. And then she serves up these two chocolate cakes that, they're kind of bake sale let's be honest. I mean, I'm happy for them because after enduring weeks of Dave's Miraglazes on Blow Deck Met, I'm like, this is a masterpiece. But let's be honest, this is not, I would say, a five-star Well, cake. you didn't like it because it had berries on it. So we all know the real reason well, that they were being hateful too. towards Jess, okay? <laughs> well, they were, well, the berries were also kind of like, it was, it was like a nice cake. And I'm sure it was delicious. It actually looked really delicious. But I'm just saying... 
come on, we need to like let's let's like bring the cake yeah, work up too. Okay, if I'm like, gonna give shit to Dave, I gotta yeah, give I just shit think to most Jess. Of these chefs are like, well, I don't do dessert. I'm a savory chef, you know. But you're on a yacht, so yeah. you're gonna have to do dessert every day of some kind, you know. So let's see. The captain comes up to join, and uh, the drunk guy is like, "Hey, captain!" and puts out his hand. The captain just sits down. And he's like, "You're gonna just leave me hanging like yeah. that, <laughs> yeah?" And so, um, uh, and then meanwhile, up in the wheelhouse, um, so Nathan and Kyle are up there. At like, Nathan was like on anchor watch or whatever. So Kyle has taken over, and Nathan's like. So you're going to be up until the sun? And Kyle goes, till five o'clock. So whenever the sun rises, I'm in the sun's out all day. So like, it's like a big diss. Nathan just like, yeah. Also, we forgot to mention Nathan just keeps coming in and pooping and then leaving the poop in the toilet (laughs) and leaving. I mean, this guy's just such an asshole, right? So the captain is like, uh, so tell us about the adventure. And, um, Hmm. The drunk guy's like, well, you know, all of the staff, you know, the crew was great. All three of them. Just as Casey. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh-oh. What? That's great, Casey. And then uh, one guy's like, yeah, like, Kyle, you got to slow down, Kyle. That's what we were saying, right? And then the girl's like, yeah, Casey had to put up with it. And so Carrie's like, he's like just barely masking his rage <laughs> like his eyes are like squinting and he's like turning red and he has like this weird smile on his face he's like what do you mean if i look strange it's just the fact that i was struck by a lot and i'm not overcome with rage or anything like that i'm your pal tell me everything no one's gonna get in trouble friend uh he's like well he was uh trying to make out with her you were the same guy who was chanting kiss 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 asshole. yeah you know now kyle is right. the biggest asshole here but still you these fucking got douchebags you know so the la- mm-hmm. one of the ladies is like guys come on and he's like all right man we go to talk very serious yes and they're like uh-oh he's mad and they're like absolutely and then there's like one guy happened. don't worry about it yeah shut up like that guy was like fake david Boreanaz. like stop all of a sudden you're gonna cover no and then the girl was like yeah it's just silly jokes <laughs> uh so then carrie's like i'm trying to keep my game face on but inside i'm on fire it's a fire adventure on the inside. Never in my career in yachting have I had to deal with crew acting inappropriately in front of guests. And now I will get to the bottom of it. Don, don, don. So he calls Jess. Um, oh, no. So the chef is talking to Jess and Casey. She goes, I want to tell you a joke. Okay. How do you call a cat? By its name. <laughs> like, okay, Faye, can you, like... Give the give her give her a little room say how. here. I mean, she's Faye. <laughs> no, you say here, kitty, 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 here, kitty, kitty. Now, how do you call a deaf cat? That's a bit too much for me in this gallery right now. Talk about communication. It came on a bit strong there. What did you say? Cracking up and face like, for fuck's sakes, that's not good. (laughs) So then Lewis and Mike are talking and uh, they're in their room going to bed. And Mike's like, I didn't even shower today, bro. He's like, you know, that's in the contract. What is? Crew showers once a day. He's like, am I fired? (laughs) 
Well, it depends, because I can see the other side of that is that one doesn't always have to shower. Oh, you're doing the devil's advocate <laughs> thing again. Oh, God, I am. So Sorry. it's best time, bedtime, then, and these guests are playing charades upstairs, so that's where they're at. And Jess and Faye uh, are talking, and Faye's like, well, I just tried to put on my eye masks and look at my cell phone at the same time. That didn't really work, so <laughs> it's not the best night for me. Now I understand your plight as a chef without eyes. So are you saying you were having trouble with communication? Metaphor. God damn it, just leave me alone. <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why does anyone bring on a deaf cat onto this boat in the first place? We have a chef who can't see, a cat that can't hear. I mean, this is ridiculous. Oh. So then, um, Rick is telling Casey, "Who is Rick?" Asshole guest. He's like, "Hey guys, should Kyle and Casey make out?" Dude, shut up. Yeah. After he saw that like they were gonna get into trouble, he then is trying to do it again. And so finally they go to they go to sleep. But Casey is like um she's like working and Kyle comes from behind. He pulls the Luke and he does like that from behind hug and she's like, Um, hey, uh, you're cold. <laughs> you're a cold. And he goes, Yeah, well guess what? I know people might think I'm a pig, so I'm gonna say something that gay people will like. I grew up watching the Golden Girls, probably. I'd probably put Casey as Blanche, you know, a little slitty one, like to have fun and get loose, a real whore, a real fucking oh. whore. Might as well test yes. the waters. You do not deserve to watch Golden I know. Girls, sir. I the felt like all the Golden show. Girls just rolled over in their graves, like every single one of them at the same time, <laughs> just like turned off every TV in America. Like if this person's going to watch it, none of you are going to watch it. How do you like that? Blanche may have been a slut, but she was a slut on her own terms, not because some guy crawled up from behind her and was like, well, you're easy, I'm going to have you. Just what a fucking pig. Like, trying to make it all sweet with the golden girl. He's like, that girl's a slut, so I'm going to try and get some off of her. God, this guy's a fucking pig. Also, this is where I was like, this he's, he's also fan. too shit-faced to even be on camera, and I don't know why they're letting him film. Because if this were any other show, they'd be like, sir, your eyes are blazing red and teary. And you're, what are you, methed out? Like, what is this guy doing? And how is nobody stopping it? And yeah. This is the thing with these shows that kind of pisses me off, because it seems like they do this on purpose at this point, you know? And it's gross. I don't like it. So, yeah. No, well, sorry, go well, ahead. No, I was going to say that, you know, if Casey is Blanche, what Nathan fails to realize is that he is like the disgusting character actor who's on for one episode and at the end of the episode Blanche slams the door in his face and the audience claps. Yes. Like Blanche's empowering moment. And Faye's <laughs> the one who sold her her scarf. <laughs> <Yes>. So. <laughs> so then um, it's the yeah. morning and Ariana's in the galley and she's like, oh, hi, Orange Shoes. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm talking to Orange Shoes. Isn't that hilarious? And Chef Jess is like, just die. Please die slowly. Could you please just Put a rag over your head, and then let me slowly pour that orange juice down your throat. I'm going to orange juice board this bitch. I can't. She's like, orange juice, you are hilarious. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange juice. Orange juice what? Orange juice doesn't talk. Be quiet. So then um, the guys are working the deck 
guys are working and uh, the anchor's lifting the anchor's lifting and lewis is like nathan uh we need you to inflate the fenders if you feel like it if you don't please just let me know and i'll send a card to someone else and request their presence on the fenders <laughs> and nathan's like lewis for me he's a very soft gentleman like can you do this for me can you do that for me and some bosons walk around really happy to demand because they're in a high position and i love the fact that he works with us i was like oh i was i thought he was starting off as an insult and then he brought it into a testimony i was like okay so Nathan, the captain kaisi kaisi kiri kaisi kaisi kiri come to the bridge it's like um hi they shouldn't call it the wheelhouse they should call it the doghouse because when you're going to the bridge you're about to be thrown over a bridge okay i'm, I'm really trying here i'm a fun person <laughs> all right kiri before we get back to our adventure the guests made some comments about yesterday's adventure and possibly something happening on adventure. It's on adventure that was inappropriate. Care to talk about that? She's like, um, yeah, there was a little bit of flirting going on. Who was flirting? Did they get struck by lightning yet? And well, it was Kyle. With who? Um, with me, obviously, because obviously you called me up here. That's right. You passed the first test. Congratulations. Well, that's not acceptable. Were you uncomfortable, Casey? She's like, well, I mean, <clears throat> I took it, you know, and the guests were like egging Kyle on. I think it's just friendly on his side, and I was professional about it. He's like, well, that's not okay, and you shouldn't be put in that position, and we have standards on this vessel, okay? Like, what? What? <laughs> Are you on the right show? Who cast you? Thank God. Okay, then I started getting a little less pissed off at Bravo. I felt like now Bravo's like, okay, we're still going to cast extremely problematic, possibly dangerous people, but we'll have somebody to call them out on it properly. Yeah. Listen, we have standards on this vessel, and it starts with having people who can swallow jellyfish on command. Okay? Listen, the guests want us to be part of their fun, but there's a line. Call across the line. And a woman shouldn't be put in a position that's uncomfortable when doing stuff in front of people and getting struck by lightning in ways that makes it more uncomfortable. And they're more likely to tolerate it because they don't want to make a scene. It's a horrible place to put someone almost as horrible as being in front of a bunch of Somali pirates and knowing you've got to outrun them. Suck it, Captain Sandy. Thank God someone understands this properly. And thank you for explaining it to the audience. I know. I okay. <laughs> I know. I actually was, I was like, I was like, this guy is kind of great. I loved it. He was like, very like, fuck this. I don't like this happening on my boat. Right. I was very happy. So she's so like, far. well, is there anything I can do to help the situation? And he's like, I'll take care of that. So then the guests are like, oh my God, I don't want to leave. Oh my God. So then um, they're saying, oh my God, have you guys ever done 40s off the front of the boat? <laughs> like, no, but I guess we need to before we leave. 40s, we're party animals. So then um, <laughs> Casey is asking Oriana if she needs help with glasses. And uh, she's like, do you want to help? No, she says, do you want to help me do some glasses? And Oriana's like, um, I shouldn't be helping Casey. Casey should be helping me because I was her boss and I was hired to be second stew, I think. I mean, I think I was. I'm not really sure. You're in laundry all day, ma'am. So no, you weren't. Yeah. I mean, meanwhile, the boat is like speeding through this fjord back to wherever they have to go their port and this lady goes did the anchors come up already because i didn't hear them no they're just like driving pulling an anchor across the bottom of this fjord yeah, right now like, yeah, I think the and then it has to be up for us to move 
you know, they, have you ever heard about the definition of anchor? Yeah. So then the music is like, someone goes like warp speed captain. And again, the music is like, dun, 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 dun. And here's a platter of bacon and a platter of eggs. Benedict's enjoy everyone. You know, it's a new show and you guys have to share each other's music, but below deck sailing was not the way. Cause this is the sale music, you know, whenever they put up the sale, they're doing something. They're not just carrying up bacon. You have to put something to that music. I know. I mean, I understand they're trying to convey all the adventure of being on Blood Deck Adventure, but then when you like settle in on trays of eggs Benedicts, <laughs> it just doesn't quite like land that like extreme vibe that they're going for. So then Oriana is looking around for forties or something fun for them to do since they don't yeah. have forties. So she's like, "Um, if anyone from the deck crew is free, could you meet me in the galley, please?" And she tells us, "This is what you have to be good at." finding out what the guests want and making it happen. I was in the circus. I was a stilt walker. <laughs> That's pretty much what landed me here. I was like, what? I need more. Her parents are never going out in public again. <laughs> they, they will never be seen in Cambridge again. They're like, uh, hey, hon, do you still want to go to that? Uh, still want to go to that lecture tonight down at MIT? No, unfortunately, our daughter just admitted she went to the circus. So I think we should probably. They're literally protesting months. us at that lecture. Okay. We cannot go. <laughs> we have to burn all of your tweed blazers with, with shoulder with elbow patches. Okay. We're just moving to a different part of the country. So Oriana is now asking everyone, oh my God, guys, is there any deck stuff we can use to do a shot ski? And th- meanwhile, the guests are served all this breakfast, but there's no plates. And so they're like, uh, this. Because Oriana has been looking for shotsky materials instead of putting plates <laughs> right. out on the table and you know i mean if there's someone who should be able to spin their plates and find a shotsky it's the girl from the circus am i right <laughs> exactly she's gonna serve the plates on her toes like literally like the plates are gonna come down on her toe like search to soleil so Faye's is like we're gonna start with a five star five star service and people are paying thousands of dollars for amazing service and we don't have plates um no <laughs> So, um, uh, so they go, she's like mortified because she has to pull out the plates. Like, so right then they're in the, the galley and Faye's like, um, girls, I need to hear why we have food out there with no plates. And Casey's like, uh, I have locked it. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I don't know. I was like doing stuff and I forgot. Sorry. And Oriana goes, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the chef just goes, oh, everyone's sorry. <laughs> And then, and then the producers are asking um, Faye, "What has she ever heard of, like a shot ski?" And she goes, "A, a ski shot? What? What the bloody hell is that? It's like, do you, what is it? Shots on skis? Are you shooting someone with skis on? Is that an Olympic event? Is that a thing? I don't, I just, I don't understand these things." And then she asks the producer, "Do you know what they are? It's a thing. Yeah, I've never been skiing, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. she's perplexed and horrified. You know, so then." And she still doesn't understand it by the end of like this interview. <laughs> they just haven't told her. She's like goes home that day. She's like, a shot and a ski. A shot and a ski. So let's see. Um uh, the guests are talking and they're like, Wow, hey guys, that Kyle's sure fun, huh? He would probably be one of your best friends when you're twenty two. Would you still be friends with him now? And he's like, Oh, that would probably be inappropriate. <laughs> I'm forty. So <laughs> So then Kyle is like, um, yeah. I'm making the shot ski with a squeegee because I'm a pretty innovative person. Okay. Squeegee <laughs> shot is one of my best. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was a pretty decent workaround, but I'm not going to allow Kyle to call himself an innovative person. Okay. Cause you got cowboy tattooed on your arm and he's like, let's see. What was my crazy shot that I ever did? Oh, I once did a booty chug and went down the top of a girl's back and go straight into your mouth. But don't worry, there's a bikini there to protect it, so it's okay. Unfortunately, the girl had shat herself, so there was poop on the bikini. So I guess it was pretty unhealthy, but it did kind of cure the jellyfish I had gulped a few, uh, few minutes so earlier. So he comes up with a squeegee yelling, Shout! 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 Yeah! Shout! And so, meanwhile, while he's doing this, um, Carrie, Captain Carrie has brought Lewis into the bridge, and he's like, I want to tell you a bit some inappropriate behavior. Or, playing devil's advocate, you want to sing to me, perhaps, about some pretty good behavior. No, not, no time for that right now, okay? Carl's been flirting with girls in front of the guests, and there's a time and a place for that. And I already can tell you're trying to devil's advocate me about that, that there is no time and a place. But I'm telling you, there's a time and a place and I don't want like it. Uh, he's like, oh, I need to keep an eye out on that one. That strike one three times, and you're a terrible bowler. And also fired. <laughs> three times, and you're, you're actually right. a pretty good I was thinking a about baseball. I'm very sorry. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. I would argue you're a good bowler. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> three strikes, and you're a turkey. Do we happen to have a spear deckhand Turkeys around? Don't work on boats. <laughs> Actually, just to play devil's advocate, I have seen quite an extraordinary boat with some pretty smart turkeys on them. <laughs> um, so then we just cut the car going, oh, 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 Barking at the guests to do their shots. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And then next week, he just completely Fun. ruins his own life on the guest on the uh, next the crew outing. Yeah. So goodbye, good riddance. Get rid of him. <laughs> We've had a rough run of Kyle's this this year. Goodness, can we get a Kyle break for crying but out loud? But it's been so severe that it knocked Kyle from Summer House to the top of the pack. You know, <laughs> I, I know Kyle from Summer House has never looked better. Um, but yeah, uh, and by the way, I don't think we mentioned this, but Coil for Blow Deck Med, <laughs> he got engaged, not Frank. And there's a photo of him. I think we talked about him getting engaged, but there's now been a photo of him during the engagement <laughs> of the proposal. And it's the most Kyle photo that you can imagine him just like weeping. <laughs> like, oh, like not Frank, not Frank. I love you. I love you. No, Amazing. Frank. Everyone look at that. Everyone seek it out on social media. You'll well, be everybody, that brings us to the end of Below Deck. Adventure! Thank you so much Adventure! for being with us. We will be back every day, as always. We'll be back with this next week. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Talk to y'all later. Bye! Bye! Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. 
Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no last namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Undo your fasteners, it's Erin Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby, it's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.